Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart podcast, where healthcare meets business, with your host, me, Dr. Karen Litzy. And just as a reminder, the information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and is not to be used as personalized medical advice. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Karen Litzy, and today's episode is brought to you by the Strictly Business Blueprint. And the Strictly Business Blueprint is a business program for healthcare professionals who are looking to start a cash-based practice or who are at the point in their career where they are ready for a pivot or they are ready to add something to their current business. So if you are interested in learning more about the Strictly Business Blueprint, then reach out to me, Karen at KarenLitzy.com, and we can set up a call to talk all about it. All right, on to today's program. So today we're going to be talking about burnout and actually what is the good side of burnout? Now hear me out. I know most people don't think there's anything good about burnout, but my guest today would beg to differ. So Julie B. is an award-winning entrepreneur, compassionate and empathetic leader, and engaging storyteller. Julie has spoken for 14 plus years on topics including leadership, management, employee engagement, and morale, workplace culture, small business ownership, and entrepreneurship. Julie's leadership insights have been featured on Fast Company, Forbes, Thrive Thrive Global, and many more. Her forthcoming book with Matt Holt Books, The Business Owner's Guide to Burnout, is scheduled to hit bookstores in early 2024. Matt Holt Books is an imprint of Ben Bella Books, publishers of Traction. So today, yes, we are talking about burnout. Julie gets very vulnerable and talks about her experience with extreme burnout, how burnout affects business owners and how to document your burnout. And of course, what is the good side of burnout? It does exist. So you'll hear how to explore uh, burnout leverage points and many, many more great insights into burnout and how it doesn't always have to be a bad thing. So I really want to thank Julie for all of her wisdom and her tips. And she's got a free gift for all of the healthy, wealthy, and smart listeners. 30 Ways to Say No Guide, which you'll hear in the video. I love it. I love saying no. I used to be a yes person, so it's really great to say no. So if you want that free gift, you can go to the podcast website, podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. Go to the show notes under this episode, and one click will take you to her free gift, which is 30 Ways to Say No Guide. So everyone, thanks so much for joining. Thanks for uh, listening to the podcast. We're coming to the end of the year, so I just want to let you know I appreciate each and every one of you, and a huge thanks to Julie B. for a great program. Enjoy, everyone. Hey, Julie, welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you on to talk about a very timely subject, and that is burnout. But I'm really excited to speak with you because you have a different take on it. We're going to be talking about leveraging burnout. So mm-hmm. where did this come from? Where did your interest in in talking about burnout come from? Well, like like most uh, books and, and things, it usually comes from some type of personal story, right? So um, I've had a couple of experiences with burnout as a business owner. And in the summer of 2021... I had an epic burnout, the type of burnout where you go to the hospital and to the emergency room 
and you think you're having a heart attack. Um, I woke up that morning. There was a lot of stress going on and I was in a leadership role, not only in my business, but in in a volunteer organization. And I just had, I had, I think I had two podcasts going at the time. I just had way too much on my plate and I woke up and something very stressful happened and my blood pressure was like 156 over 110. I was, my pulse was like in the one forties. Oh my. Chest, yeah. Like chest pains, shortness of breath, kind of all of the things that you're like, okay, yeah, th- these are the signs of a heart attack in a woman, like nausea, like those types of things. So get in the car, go to the emergency room in the middle of uh, when the Delta <laughs> variant was in amidst its chaotic breakout and sat in the emergency room for eight, eight hours, lots of cardiac workup tests. And basically the cardiologist said, listen, your heart's fine. You had a panic attack, do less. That was, you know, sent me on my way with follow-ups and uh, that was it. Like that was it. And so, you know, I, I, I took a couple of days off from work. I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have a team around me where I can do that like unexpectedly. And I started though, realizing, you know, I had burned out and talked to my therapist about it. And I started to do some research specifically for business owner burnout. And there were, there was a lot of stuff out there about physician burnout and like student burnout and corporate burnout. But when you, when I Googled resources for business owners who are burned out, it would usually be like a one page article on Inc com or on fast company that you know had some some relevant advice but that was it and a lot of it ended with take a vacation or take a break which if you know business owners when they're stressed about their business or they're stressed about something in their business they're not going to take a break very easily they're not going to take a vacation and let alone that that you when you when you come back from vacation the thing that caused burnout is still there so mm-hmm. yeah like I just started talking to I started kind of documenting my own journey from recovering from that burnout. And I also started having conversations with more business owners about burnout. And I I mean, I had people telling me things like their right arm didn't work for two and a half years due to burnout. And there were just a lot of, I mean, it was just a lot of information and that wasn't even the worst one, I don't think. And there, there just, there's no resources. So I literally documented my process for getting through burnout and put it into a book. And now that book will be, it'll be published in 2024. But um, I'm just trying to, my journey with burnout and what I'm doing now with burnout came out of a, came out of my own personal experience and realizing there's a lack of resources for business owners and just wanting to provide something just you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not none of those things, but I am a business owner. I've been a business owner for 14 years and I've talked to hundreds of business owners. Almost all of them have a story about burnout. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to start sharing this information. And um, yeah, that's kind of how that's the story of how I got into this topic very specifically for business owners. And that always seems to be the way, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you have this personal experience. You can't find the tools or the resources to help you through Mm -hmm. it. So you kind of have to do it yourself almost, right? And now did that cause stress and burnout though? Like as you're documenting, do you know what I mean? Because it's (laughs) like, it's kind of like 
what like on top yeah. of the next, you know? Yeah. Well, what what's really funny is I had burned out before and I, I kind of have this perspective for business owners that it's almost it's almost an inevitable bridge that we all cross at some point. And it might be true for every professional, you know, like we were talking before, I'm not trying to say business owner burnout is worse or, you know, better than any other profession. It's just different. And what I realized is that I had done some of the things in the past, but I didn't have it all documented in one place. And so I was able to pull from some of my past experiences. Like I had a burnout once where I knew I knew I was burned out. I just kept working and then I ended up having to have emergency surgery. Like that's something that business owners, I'm not the only one, definitely not the only mm-hmm. one with that type of story. Um, so I, I kind of went back. What I went back to was my past burnouts stories. And I, I kind of looked at how I got through those. And also, honestly, that helped me remember how resilient I am, which mm-hmm. is something I think you need to get through burnout. And you know, over over that couple of weeks after I had been to the emergency room, I realized that, um, you know, I had some things that I needed to get off my plate. And then I had some things that I still needed that were going to stay on my plate. Um, and I had to approach work differently. So, you know, ultimately, we were, you know, you mentioned leveraging burnout. And what I tell people is that my leverage point from that burnout is the book that I wrote that's coming out, you know, in, in 2024. Um, so I, I think you just have to have, like, I had a different perspective. Um, I know that every, any, any challenging time, I tend to come out of that with something bigger, better. Like there's always a positive change. It might suck the way that I got there, mm-hmm. but there's usually something very positive that comes out of those challenges. So it didn't, it didn't actually burn me out. Actually, I think once, I mean, I did take like two weeks off and unexpectedly, which is, you know, for some business owners is really hard to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But once I got kind of back on my feet from that, um, I was able to, you know, make notes and write down the process and really, you know, view it from the perspective of how can I take this experience to help other business owners because there's nothing out there I looked for the I looked for it couldn't find anything specifically about business owners um, and wanted to make a resource for it and that's kind of how all of this this brand and everything got started and so what can be good about burnout and the breakthroughs that come from it because most of the time we just think as burnout as bad Mm -hmm. all around bad. So what can we, what can be good about it and what kind of breakthroughs can come from it if we, let's say, embrace it versus try and like always pushing it away? Yeah. So the, the good stuff from burnout, um, better priorities, burnout forces you to really evaluate what is most important to you. And, you know, looking at it from a, from a big picture perspective, not just work and not just life. I usually I, what I usually call this is work-life harmony. Um, I think burnout forces you to find, I, personally, I think the term work-life balance is is a little bit of BS because balance means you're always kind of juggling, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in the world that we live in, harmony is what we're really seeking. So things kind of flow together, you know, work might get a little bit more time sometimes, but life then, you know, on the flip side, there's a, you know, on the other side of that, life might get a little bit more time. That's one of probably the best things that comes out from burnout. Um, Another great thing is, 
you learn. I mean, you 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 learn from the the hard times. I think when we are going through, when we're having like an easy time in our lives, I don't think that we have the perspective of you know, some of us take that for granted. But when you are dealing with burnout, you it, it you really kind of see who um who you are as a person, but also like what mistakes you made and and what to not repeat in the future, but also like what what things what things did you learn about yourself that you can take into a future opportunity? Um, those are those are all kind of the good things that come out of burnout. I mean, there's there's so many. The biggest thing I think though is you usually have you know, most business owners that go through burnout experience this, but there's an uh, there's a couple of like aha moments or epiphanies or breakthroughs and they they come in various forms. I mean, some of them are, you know, personal life breakthroughs, some of them are work breakthroughs, whether that's, you know, I need to sell a business or start a business or one thing that often happens is people realize when they go through a really significant burnout like I did, what one thing I realized was my core values had changed and mm-hmm. what I was doing no longer reflected my core value. I was working on an old set of core values. So I was making all of these decisions that were out of alignment with my core values. So there's there are these massive realizations that I think when you can kind of write down or you know somehow document your experience of burnout that when you get to the other side of it you just there's so many potential learnings that come from and I think that's the big thing is that the priorities part is really a big thing and then there's so many different levels of learning that you can get from from a burnout that if you just you know you got to go through it there's no going around it I think you got to go through it there's no hack to deal with burnout that's something that I've been asked is what's the hack there isn't one like we live in a instant gratification Mm -hmm. society everybody wants to fast right like everybody wants the fast answer but you know what what I've learned, I mean, sometimes you, you, a lot of the times you just have to do the work, like the big things come from big work and that's the real, you know, every, the stuff you see on Instagram, the stuff you see on social media, I, I personally am fascinated with social media. I've run a marketing agency for 14 years, but there's so much behind the scenes that you don't even know. And, um, it's, there's, you know, anything worth, worth. I think anything in life takes work. And I, that is when you go through burnout, when you work your way through burnout, I think that's, that's also a lesson that you learn is that when you get to the other side of something really hard, you realize how resilient you are and how, you know, for lack of better words, how powerful you are, like Mm -hmm. how much, and then you just know yourself better too. So there's so many good things that can come from burnout. So I, I usually tell people, I remind them of that. Because when you're facing it, you're like, oh, God, I just want to like, I just want to put my head in the sand until it's over. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be over until you like address that head on. So that's kind of the the deal with burnout is that you have you have to address it. But if you do address it, you get to learn all these, you know, really great things about yourself, about your business and uh, make changes as as you need to. And this is something that you'd mentioned a couple of times, and you said this word document mm-hmm. a couple of times, documenting yeah. the burnout. So yeah. can you explain to the listeners mm-hmm. how one would document their burnout phase? Yeah. So, and I, 
I call this, I have a, what I call the I'm resilient folder. That's kind of what I call it. You can call it whatever you want to, you can call it your burnout folder, but basically you're going to write down what happened, you know, when it happened. Um, and I, I really like people to write down kind of some of the thoughts they had, like while they were going through burnouts, the, the good thoughts and the horrible thoughts, like document those things and literally can be in your iPad. It can be on a, in a journal, just wherever you typically write things. I write things down. So I'm an old school kind of person. I have paper and pencil and all of that. Um, but wherever you document things, do it with, you know, a voice recorder, but write down what happened when it happened. Um, and one thing I always like to tell people to document when they're documenting their burnout stories is could ask yourself this question, could you have seen this coming or did you see this coming? Because if you saw something coming and you didn't, you weren't able to, if you just kept putting it off or didn't address it at the time, like that, sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow, but that's good to know because then you'll be more aware. I think the next time you see something coming, you'll be like, man, I don't want to go down that road again. So I'm going to take care of this now. That's one question that I also like to ask. Um, how what you know, again some of their thoughts or what they were feeling like some people don't love to write down their feelings about things but thoughts will work in that place as well and and the reason you and then what you learn specifically about that burnout that's that's a really important one too and what I like to do is that I I suggest that people revisit that folder that that wherever they're keeping those documents revisit it once a month, once a quarter, you don't have to read every single one of them. Um, but you know, have like one piece of paper for each, each burnout story, or even each, like if you don't, some people really have a hard time admitting that they have been burned out or they don't realize they've been burned out. So when I come across somebody who is kind of in that space, I say, okay, let's drop the word burnout. Let's talk about a time where you didn't, you dreaded getting up in the morning or you didn't want to go to work in the morning, or you just felt you were filled with this like sense of dread when you were facing something or you were Mm -hmm. going through a really challenging time. That's, you can also document those stories as well. And, you know, at the end of the day, when you open up that folder that wherever you're storing all of that, and you kind of go back through your stories, you're like, man, I really like I'm really very resilient and very relentless and very resourceful. You realize how how resourceful you actually are and how much you can actually handle. And, you know, it gives you, it, it can help you prevent future burnouts. But when you're also facing a potential burnout, you've got evidence that you were successful at mm-hmm. addressing burnout in the mm-hmm. past. So you have evidence right in front of you. You don't have to go searching for that evidence. It's, it's, um, I tell, I also suggest people it's kind of like when, you know, getting a bank before you need a bank, having a banker before you need that relationship mm-hmm. or having a support network before you need it. Right. It's kind of like you have that, all that, those stories, um, documented in front of you that you can review. And it just, it really does help you remember that, you know, you have a hundred percent success rate at getting through burnouts. So you got this one, you learned something, look at all these great things you learned from all these past hard times. So look forward to it. Like that's the silver lining and burnout is if you can embrace it, you can say yes. And like, yes, I'm going through burnout and I'm -hmm. probably going to learn something great or, and these are all the great things that happened from my last burnout. If you can get into that frame of mind, Mm -hmm. burnout, burnout isn't as scary and you know, something good is going to come from it because you have proof 
that something good came from your past stories. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. And, you know, having that reference to look back on mm-hmm. is so important. I didn't even think about it until you kept saying document, document. <laughs> so that's why it was in my head. Yeah. I'm like, document? What, what, what do you mean document? But now yeah. that makes so much sense as a reference point to look back on and say, okay, this happened before. And maybe these are the steps that you took before and they might mm-hmm. actually work again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So you don't Absolutely. have to keep reinventing the wheel. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you also mentioned before, and we mentioned at the top of the show, leveraging burnout. Mm-hmm. So how do you know when you're at a leverage point of your burnout? Mm-hmm. And then how do you explore those leverage points? Yeah. So you you will know when you're ready to when you're actually ready to leverage burnout is once you've recovered from your burnout. So you kind of okay. go through you you can't it's hard to leverage burnout when you're burned out, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of got to go through and I, I have a couple of steps. I really, for business owners specifically, I separate dealing with the crisis that burnout either caused or, you know, that sometimes burnout causes a challenge or a problem and sometimes a problem causes burnout. Mm. So it just depends on what you're dealing with. So you got to deal with that first. Then you've got to recover from the burnout personally. And those are two separate th- things, like dealing with the problem that either caused or is caused by burnout and actually personally recovering from the burnout, two totally separate things. Mm-hmm. And I think that point is missed a lot about burnout. Um, once you get through that, once you feel steady and you're not, you know, having panic attacks or you know, going to the emergency room, um, once you feel steady, then you can begin to leverage burnout. And what's what's interesting is when you when you begin to have a better I think when people aren't afraid of burnout, when they're just like, okay, I'm burnout. Like this is more than stress. It's definitely burnout. Mm-hmm. When you can kind of take what I call the yes and approach. It's an actual, it's actually an old um, improv. Yeah. It's like one of the first rules of improv. Yes. Right. And when you take that approach to it, um, you, as you're going through those steps, you start to see like, huh, well this, you know, something may come up and you might be like, Hmm. Well, for example, for me, when I was going through burnout, I was looking for resources for business owner burnout. And I was noting like, there's no resources. Like it's literally one article on Inc. that says take a vacation, you know, and it still hasn't changed a whole lot. So I was noting that I was like making note of that as I was going through burnout and dealing with my and like getting my sleep back on track and, you know, resting and meditating and doing the things that I do journaling, all the things that I do you just, you start to note the opportunities that are, you're seeing. And so what, what I tell people is just like, keep track of those little like blips of hope that you have as you're going through them. Because when you get to the other side, those, that's where you start to dive in and explore. So you, you might have like three or four of those like epiphanies or aha moments, or just like, Hmm, it's interesting. There's no book about this type of moments, or there's no like real voice that's talking about this topic in this arena. And then you can start to explore that. So you have to, but to get there, you have to have that kind of yes and approach to it. And then, and, and, you know, I, I kind of go through um, some examples of how to, you know, make space. And I don't just mean, it's definitely not about making time on your calendar. That can be part of it. 
But sometimes making new physical space is really important too. Um, sometimes, the, and I have a lot of examples around that, but inevitably, like you had to make space to deal with your burnout. So whether that's you went to a gym to deal with burnout or you went, mm-hmm. you know, you, you made some type of space to deal with burnout and most likely some things you stop doing some things. I mean, you just, you kind of stop doing some things when you're going through that. And so part of leveraging burnout is really evaluating, okay, I did not do this thing for a month and nobody seemed to miss it. Do I really need to do that? Do I need to continue doing that one thing? Or, mm-hmm. you know, and another example is um, I've had people who said, you know, I used to work out five days a week, but I found that I get the same benefit if I just go three days a week, but maybe go an extra 10 minutes each day. So you just got like two workout days back to do something with. So that's what I'm talking about, like making space. It's not necessarily always just clearing time on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, you then like you use that space that you've made to explore like one of those one of those ideas that came up during your burnout, like while you were going through that. So, you know, to leverage burnout, you have to, you take that yes and approach, you kind of embrace it. You just say, listen, I'm burned out. I'm going through burnout. And you say that to yourself. You say that to, you know, whoever you need to say that to by doing that, instead of fighting it, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have the resistance of like fighting against burnout that opens up like the ability to identify opportunities as you're going through through your burnout as you've recovered from your burnout and then when you kind of get to the other side of it you can you can explore some of those opportunities to find a potential leverage point for yourself Mm -hmm. you know some from a business owner perspective some people have started businesses some people have written books some people have actually sold their businesses or closed their businesses to go go back to to work in the corporate america i actually have Mm -hmm. a friend who did that um you just have to be aware that, you know, of the opportunities that um, just be on the lookout for them. I think that's really, really the idea. And if you take that yes and approach, if you take that, you know, I'm, I'm embracing that I'm going through burnout instead of trying to fight against it, mm-hmm. you'll be better able to see those opportunities. Yeah. So you're sort of clearing space, like you said, not just on the calendar, but mm-hmm. physical space and, and yeah clearing that space mm-hmm. around the burnout to allow the new, mm-hmm. a new opportunity or an epiphany or an aha, yeah. like you said, to yeah. come in without mm-hmm. being so just overly consumed. Yeah. Because you get, you get, and, um, and I don't know if you see this Karen in the PT world, but like in the business ownership world, it, it's some business owners really, they do not want to accept the fact that they're burned out. They do not even want to say the word burnout because Mm -hmm. accepting that you're burnt out means that at least to business owners who haven't kind of gone through the pro this process, it means that you have to stop. They think it means you have to stop. Or, or could it mean I'm a failure? Oh yeah. Easily. Like I'm a failure or I'm a phony imposter syndrome comes Mm -hmm. in big time. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen, I've seen burnout cause imposter syndrome and I've seen imposter syndrome cause burnout, you know, Mm -hmm. so they're, you know, sometimes one, it goes, you know, it goes both ways there. Um, Yeah. So it's, it's really, and you can't, you know, there's this whole like fake it till you make it mindset in the business owner community as well, where, you know, if you go to a networking event, you're like, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And I'm not saying go to a networking event and just like say, oh my God, business sucks right now. You don't like need to tell everybody that. 
but you need to be at least honest with yourself. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think, I think the sooner that you can get over the, I think the sooner that we can accept that burnout is part of our world now, like it's not something that just happens to, it happens to everybody. I think, mm-hmm. I think everybody experiences burnout from time, you know, from time to time, from time to time. Yeah. And I think if you accept that instead of trying to fight against that now i'm all about preventing you know I, I think i think there are a lot of burnout you can prevent but i think sometimes i'll give you a perfect example of this i just went through what i call acute burnout a few weeks ago i'm here you know like i'm the person who's writing about business owner burnout right i'm like this this person who's trying to do it right and i my partner and i we my wife and i we went to the beach we went on vacation planned vacation it was great and while we were at the beach, her mother passed away. Yeah. That's and tough. I, yeah, I came back from the beach, you know, coming back from vacation. Usually there's a lot of stuff that needs to, you know, be done when you come back. I literally came back from the beach and I took like three weeks off unexpectedly to, to deal with all of the things that go into having mm-hmm. a, a parent pass away. I was burned out. I told, I said that to my, my key employee, um, and our staff in our staff meeting, I was like, I I'm dealing with acute burnout right now. Me saying that to her triggers like kind of a series of events though, because we have a process set up. We know like we've got to start taking things off the calendar or you've got to start like, you know, Julie, you need to increase your meditation time or, you know, sleep let yourself sleep in like there are these things that we kind of go through being able to tell her that though Mm -hmm. most business owners would never feel like they could tell their key person that but what i try to stress with 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 anybody really is that and and this you know this is just i I don't know like healthcare one mental health or healthcare 101 if you're not taking care of yourself who's going to take care of everybody else when when you're not there like Mm -hmm. Whether you're, you know, hopefully it's just a temporary not there, um, but you like you have to take care of yourself. And so I think I listened to one of your previous podcasts and somebody was talking about their fiduciary responsibility. It's kind of the stewardship responsibility, I think, when you're Mm -hmm. a business owner. um, If you are a business owner, you are responsible, like we were talking about previously, uh, you're responsible for several entities financially often you know obviously yourself and your business sometimes that even you feel that responsibility to employees and sometimes even some of your clients you feel that mm-hmm. and if, if you're not there to take care of, if you're not taking care of yourself who's going to take care of them you know right so i think that you know i think that you have to i i just i really think the sooner we can accept that this is this is a thing that everybody deals with like no i don't think anybody is I don't think anybody is immune to burnout in the world that we live in. I really, I firmly yeah. believe that. Yeah. Um, there's, there's too many demands. There's too much, there's too much technology. There's too much like in your face 24 seven and even the best boundaries, even the best strategies sometimes, sometimes do not work. I could not, I could not have anticipated that we were going to go on vacation and that my mother-in-law was going to die while we were sure. on vacation. I mean, my, she was not well, but she had been not well for like six years. So I could not have anticipated that. And, you know, at there was a point in time with the week that I got back that I just said, you know what? I can't work right now. Like I just, I had a, you know, I, I can't work. Like I had a, mm-hmm. a, 
parent, a parental figure in my life pass away. Yeah. And my wife was grieving and my family was grieving. And there was so much, there's so much to do when you're dealing with that. I just, you know, I probably, I did work some, but honestly, it was probably at most five hours a week um, just to keep some bare minimum things moving forward. You can't prepare for that. Like there's no, there's no really good way to plan for something like that. And that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about that sends, you know, that can cause burnout. Those, those acute things that happen Mm -hmm. um, that nobody, even the most prepared individual is not going to be prepared to deal with vacation, then death, then busy season, like kind of all combined at once, which is what I was facing when I came back from, from the beach. And, um, you know, it's, if you if you don't have a system to deal with actual burnout not just preventing it but like dealing with it when it happens it's going to be much harder to get through than if you just like say i'm burned out i need some time i need some space here's let's work the plan yeah and then you do it yeah Mm -hmm. so you sort of have like some risk management around that yeah absolutely um, for your business which makes perfect Mm -hmm. sense and now as we begin to wrap things up here what Mm -hmm. would you as as per our conversation, mm-hmm. what would you like the listeners to walk away with? What are the key yeah. points? Well, geez, there's so many. Um, I know. I would say, you know, embrace burnout. Uh, you know, accept it as part of your. Accept that it's probably going to happen to you at some point if it hasn't happened already. Um, and the sooner you do that, the the uh, more opportunities that are going to come from those hard times. Um, the other thing that I do want to say that I don't think we talked about, I, it's, I think it's very important for people to have some measurable way of knowing when what their baseline is and, and when they're approaching burnout, like what burnout looks like. So quick example, number of hours you sleep every night. Mm, that's great. Have a baseline and then know like if you're, for me, for example, I'm an eight hour a night kind of sleeper. Me too. <laughs> eight hours a night few nights, a few nights and a particularly stressful week that I'm not getting that sleep, you know, I pay attention to it. It's a blip. But if I go two weeks not getting eight hours of sleep, I'm mm-hmm. way closer to burnout than I am to my baseline. Mm-hmm. So knowing like there are measurable things that we can look at in our lives. So knowing what those things are for you specifically, whether it's sleep, whether it's exercise, whether it's eating, what whatever those things, meditate. I mean, there's so many things. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do to take care of yourself, measure those things. Know what your normal is and also know what burnout looks like for you on those on those scales. So that way you can catch it before you get all the way to burnout. And I think that's really how you prevent burnout. I think that's the secret to preventing it when on the ones that you can prevent. That's kind of how you do it. Yeah. Great. Great advice. Yeah. And now the last question I ask everyone. And I gave you a little head start yeah. on this before we started. But knowing where you are now mm-hmm. in your life and in your career, what advice would you give to your younger self? And you can pick an age. Yeah. Um, I would say probably 22. So right out of college. Mm. Um, schedule time to read and time to think at least once a week. Schedule it. Schedule and, and read as much as you can and give yourself thinking time every single week. Oh, that is great. I don't think I've heard mm-hmm. that one yet. That is a new one, but I love it. That's yeah. great advice. Mm-hmm. And now where can people find you? Number one, plus mm-hmm. I want to mention that you have a free gift for listeners and I love this. <laughs> love it. 
Yeah. 30 ways to say no guide. Amazing. And we will have um, a link to that in the show notes at mm-hmm. podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. Mm-hmm. So for people who want to know 30 ways to say no, you can go to the website, click yeah. on it and sign up for that. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. Where can people find you? Yeah. So you can find me at thejuliebee.com. Uh, my last name is like a bumblebee, B-E-E. That is my real last name. So thejuliebee.com. And actually all of my social handles are some ver- variation of that, thejuliebee. Mm-hmm. So you can find me on all of the social channels. And you can go to uh, the the 30 ways to say no guide is also on our website and the resources tab. So you can find that there as well. Perfect. Yes. I love, I love a way to say no. I used to be a yes person, but not, and now I'm a no person. Um, yes. I love it. So Julie, thanks so much for coming on the podcast, talking about burnout in a way that I don't think a lot of people are talking about burnout. So I really mm-hmm. appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Karen. It's been great. Yeah. Pleasure. And everyone, thanks so much for listening. Have a great week and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to leave us your questions and comments at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com.